to Remember Twilight, a literary podcast covering all aspects of the Twilight Saga. On Remember Twilight, we talk about all things openly. Mental health, relationships, sex, religion, fashion. We also understand that there are conversations that will come up that we might not be able to do justice. We want to include as much diversity as we can, so if you'd like to share your perspective with our audience, please message us. Oh, and fair warning, we are not spoiler-free. She leaned closer and whispered, don't move. A thrill shivered through me. Her request was easily accomplished. I froze myself into the absolute stillness that humans were incapable of duplicating. I didn't know what she intended. Acclimating herself to my lack of a circulatory system seemed unlikely, but was eager to find out. I closed my eyes. I wasn't sure whether I did this to free her from the self-consciousness of my scrutiny, or because I wanted no distractions from this moment. Her hand began to move very slowly. First, she stroked my cheek. Her fingertips grazed across my closed eyelids, and then brushed a half-circle beneath them. Where her skin met mine, it left a trail of tingling heat. She traced the length of my nose and then, with the trembling in her fingers more pronounced now, the shape of my lips. My frozen form melted. I let my mouth fall slightly open so that I could breathe in the nearness of her. One finger caressed my bottom lip again and then her hand fell away. I felt the air cool between us as she leaned back. I opened my eyes and met her gaze. Her face was flushed, her heart still raced. I felt a phantom echo of the pace inside my own body, though no blood pushed it. I wanted so many things. Things I had not felt any need for in my entire immortal life before I met her. Things I was sure I had not wanted before I was immortal either. And I felt that some of them, things I'd always thought impossible, might, in fact, be very possible. It has been such a long time since we recorded that we have an entire page of new patrons. Oh my goodness. To give a shout out to. I cannot wait. 
I love these guys. All right. We're going to start with Lindsay from Minnesota. Lisa from California. Faye from New York. Jennifer from Florida. Yessie from New York. Abby from Illinois. Hannah from Oregon. Denise from Michigan. Sunshine from Washington. Paola from Maryland. Ariane from Great Britain. Silas from Denmark. Lakshana from Washington. And Natalie from Germany. Sorry. I can't read. (laughs) I'm just blind. All right. Oh, my gosh. You guys, it is so exciting to have so many new people hanging out with us. Thank you. And welcome to the people. (laughs) Yes. Welcome to to all the people. (laughs) Any updates? (laughs) It is our last 2020 episode that we're going to be releasing. But um, if you have been considering becoming a patron, which I, I hate to keep talking about our Patreon because... I don't want to seem like I'm begging people to give us money. I'm not. It's just something that people like to sign up for because we give extra things to our patrons. Um, And it is a fun place to be if you want to spend more time with us and hanging out with us. But if you would like to sign up right now and do... And you want to do an annual membership where you just pay once for the entire year, which means you don't have to worry about paying every month or whatever. Um, You get two months for free right now. It's a 16% uh discount yeah so that's a big yeah that's a huge deal like I would do that if I was like oh I'm I want to pay tree on these people buy 10 get two free and that's only through the end of December the end of the year so if you would like to take advantage please come join us yeah it's a great deal just a reminder that the Christmas Charlie sweater will be leaving the shop at the end of this month. So if you would like to get a matching Christmas Charlie sweater and match all of the cuties who already have it Please go check it out. It'll be leaving at the end of this month. Hello, everyone. Hi. (laughs) I'm going with it. Uh, (laughs) This is Marin. This is Emily. We are Remember Remember Twilight. (laughs) (laughs) I was confused by how short that title is. Wait a minute, is that the right name of our podcast? <laughs> like, after the Remember, it's only Twilight? <laughs> Seems so short. Well, it is only Remember Twilight, but this week and the next several weeks, we are doing Remember Midnight Sun. I don't ever want to finish doing Remember Midnight Sun. Yeah, um, um. just a welcome to our longest ever episode. <laughs> I am not going to be at all surprised if we break three hours with this one. (laughs) This is honestly the most important chapter in all of Twilightdom. This is the chapter that started it all, um, except that it started it back in Twilight. And this time, Stephanie got to just like make it 40 pages long. (laughs) So for all of us, she did that for us. She really did. We wanted it. We asked for it. We got it. And I am grateful for it. Yeah. So we're talking about chapter 17, Confessions. Confessions. Uh, Last week on the pod was just Bella hiking and (laughs) Edward being Britney Spears. Let me tell you guys, Edward hiked for five hours or five miles. I don't know how long it took them. Many hours with his shirt just open. Just open. Mm -hmm. His shirt just open. His white button down. (laughs) It's fine. That is what happened. You can. 
and he was so nervous about looking at what Bella would think of him that his eyes are closed. His eyes are closed. As he steps into the meadow. Eyes closed, shirt open. Yep. Arms out. (laughs) (laughs) Full presentation. (laughs) (sighs) But, okay, I just, (laughs) I would like, before we start the chapter, to say, if anyone ever says, how would you describe Bella Swan's personality? I would just tell them to just read this page. This perfectly describes who Bella is, (laughs) how Bella is, what Bella is. All right? All right. Okay. So Edward walks in. He feels the sun on his skin. He doesn't want to look at himself. And for the longest half half second second he's ever lived, there was silence. (laughs) He cannot believe that it lasted a whole half a second before (laughs) Bella started screaming. Screaming. (laughs) Just... Edward! Like, Edward! 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 (laughs) Bella Swan. This is why this was not in Twilight, because she was embarrassed. (laughs) I would be too. (laughs) So it's the whole time for the past 10 years, 15 years, Stephanie Meyer has been like, I don't know why anybody never like asked me what happened in that missing chunk. Well, (laughs) we couldn't have imagined that Bella was just screaming her head off. So Edward opens his eyes, expecting to see Bella, like, literally losing her shit, running away from him. Nope, not our Bella. But she's running towards him, <laughs> straight on. Um, her arms are do? out. She's going to, like, like with her hands, just put the fire out? Or she's going to pat him she's gonna down? drop and roll. <laughs> she's going to take off her button down mm-hmm. and smother him? <laughs> What is she going to do? What's your plan, Bells? She's running. She's stumbling. She doesn't look scared. She looks desperate. And Edward has no idea what is happening. (laughs) He literally just goes like this. Puts his hand up. That's it. That's all he does. He uses the force. And she stops. Exuding anxiety. (laughs) Oh, my god. Edward looks into the Bella eye mirror and um, he sees that he looks like he's literally on (laughs) fire. He's like, oh, I look like I'm burning to death. (laughs) Edward. Um, He's like, even though I told her we don't burn in the sun, obviously she's having a moment still and she's worried about me. She's not scared of me. She's worried for me. Yeah. And so she takes another step and he takes another step back and she's like, does that hurt you? Yeah. So this is like those last two lines is where I'm like, this is this perfectly encapsulates who Bella is. Like she's like not afraid for herself. She wants to make sure that he's okay. She's immediately running toward him. And then uh, instead of being afraid for herself, she's afraid for him. And then she immediately is like, are you okay? Does that hurt? Like, oh, Bella. Amazing. I love her. I love her so much. And Edward's like, I was right. She's scared for me, not of me. <laughs> he whispers, no. No. <laughs> Why? And Why a whisper? No. No. <laughs> Don't understand. <laughs> Imagine you see someone who looks like they're on fire. You're like, are you okay? And they're just like, no. 
she takes another step towards him and this time he doesn't stop her and as she gets closer to him she turns into a puppy when you get a squeaky toy out (laughs) and she just turns her head kind of back and forth looking wide eyes up eyebrows Uh (laughs) (laughs) uh-huh he can literally see his sparkle on her skin i love that it's so cute he is a disco ball he is i love it she she doesn't get closer to him but she's she does one circle around (laughs) as she keeps looking at him breathing a little more quickly heart a little high and she is just like kind of smiling about this and edward's like how is she smiling right now He don't know he's beautiful. (laughs) She gets 10 inches away from him. Her hand kind of up, but still close to her. And he thinks (laughs) that she wants to touch him. And the sunlight is shattering off of her arm against her face. Beautiful. And she just goes, Edward. (laughs) Yeah, she does. Uh, Edward looks at her. He tries to hear her thoughts again. Obviously, that's never going to happen. And she reaches out very slowly, (laughs) uh, waiting for him to say stop if he wants to. He doesn't. And then she touches the back of his wrist. And she's just looking at how the light moves when she touches his skin. And he's like, what are you doing? (laughs) quietest weirdest conversation (laughs) what dialogue has even happened should we do it (laughs) yeah (laughs) does that hurt you no edward are you frightened now no what are you thinking (laughs) 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 what are you thinking he whispers towards her and she shakes her head and then he looks at him and she goes, I don't know. I've never seen anything more beautiful. Never imagined something so beautiful could exist. What? Oh, my gosh. Edward is a confusion. <laughs> I'm shocked. My skin was blazing with the most flagrant symptom of my disease. In the sun, I was less human than at any other time. And she thought I was beautiful. I mean, he is. It's ridiculous. Edward goes to take her hand, stops himself, and he goes, it's very strange, though. (laughs) And she's like, no. Amazing. Amazing. (laughs) He's like, you're not disgusted by my sparkling? (laughs) No. She goes, no. And he says, well, you should be. And then Bella's like, you know, this whole human thing, meh. Mm -hmm. Big meh for me. Agree. (laughs) I agree. (laughs) He pulls his hand out from under her fingers and Bella takes another step towards him. Very close now. He can feel her body heat more present than the sun. You know, it's interesting because, you know, he he's like she values humanity so lightly. She didn't realize the depths of what its loss would mean. And I'm like, eh, there's a few reasons that Bella feels this way. Like, number one, she's a teen. So, yeah, like anything seems better than humanity when you're a teenager. (laughs) And also, 
two, humanity has not been very kind to her. She's never had friends. She's never had autonomy. She's never had a childhood. Like, why would she value that life? Like, that's not something that has ever been enjoyable or peaceful or kind to her. Of course, she's going to see this and be like, there is something better. It's interesting. And, you know, I mean, like, Stephanie is very religious, or she at least she was. I don't know if she is anymore, but she probably is. But, like, this speaks a lot to, like, when, when people first find religion and they realize or they feel deep inside of themselves that there might be something better than this. And I, I, I get it. Like, that's why I'm like, I get it when people are religious because it's so nice. It feels so good to know in your heart that there is going to be something better after this if we just work hard enough and if we just like believe like that's very comforting and so for Bella that that's the analogy here is that she's just like there's something better than what I have and I I want it Mm -hmm. and it's kind of beautiful it really is a beautiful thing to feel I remember feeling that (laughs) way (laughs) Bella looks up at Edward <laughs> and because you know he's so much taller than her, she has to like throw out a little bit. <laughs> and Edward notices that um he sparkles on her throat, and oh, then no. he starts looking at it. Oops. And then he's like, "I know that there's blood in there. That artery. Wow." Uh oh. <laughs> so he starts to drool. Gets real tense. Um, can't quite yeah. know what to think at this moment. Back in forks, Alice is like, "Shit." Edward, no! (laughs) She starts running Mm -hmm. to the meadow. (laughs) Luckily, Edward expected this to happen, and so he stops breathing, does a deep lunge away, and puts his hand back up towards her. (laughs) (laughs) The lunge! He's so embarrassing sometimes. A deep lunge with that shirt. (laughs) That is so embarrassing. No! She's just like, I'm sorry. So Edward takes a breath in, very painful, but no more than usual. He's like, I need some time. And she's like, okay. So he walks around Bella right into the very center of the meadow. And he sits down on some grass and becomes a statue and only focuses on breathing right now. And he can hear Bella very slowly walking towards him, and she sits down next to him. These two are the consent masters. Mm -hmm. They understand consent. They practice it. They work it. I love this little relationship and all this stuff that happens here. She immediately is like, is this all right? It's like that scene in New Girl where Jess is going to have sex with that guy for the first time. And she's like, <laughs> is this okay? can, can I kiss I you? Yes. <laughs> it's so good. Can we lay back? <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a um, enthusiastic yes every time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's still funny. Mm-hmm. Um, he's like, this is fine. I just need to concentrate. Uh, Bella's very confused, but Edward just closes his eyes. <laughs> and he's like, okay, I'm going to do some some <laughs> meditation here. And he's going to focus only on Bella's smell. And also the sound of Bella's blood gushing through the chambers of her heart. 
and he only lets himself breathe. He holds everything completely still. And he's like, Bella's heart. Bella's life. (laughs) I was always so careful to not think about her blood in the sense that I couldn't avoid. But the fluid, the movement, the pulse, the hot liquidity... That's right, right? What is Edward talking about? (laughs) These were things that I could not dwell on. Please don't. But now I let it fill my mind, invade my system, attack my (laughs) controls, the gushing and throbbing of it, the pounding and sloshing. Stop! What are we reading? (laughs) This is as close as we're going to get. I thought this was Twilight. (laughs) The surge through the biggest arteries. (laughs) Excuse the me? ripple through the smallest vein, my, the heat of it, heat that washed in waves across my exposed skin, <laughs> the taste <laughs> of it burning on my tongue and aching in my throat. I am in pain right now. <laughs> I need to take a break. I am blushing. I oh man, this is worse than the leg hitch <laughs> scene. <laughs> And they're not even touching. He's just talking about her blood. He's writing an article for for Playboy. (sighs) (laughs) Burning on my tongue and aching in my throat. Stop it. (sighs) (laughs) Oh, man. Edward goes through it. He really does. He is very aware of how he's reacting to all of these things. And he calculates the amount of strength needed to curb each response and weighed the strength that he possessed against that tally. It was a near calculation, (laughs) but I believed that my will was stronger than my bestial nature slightly. (laughs) Me too, Edward. It's neck and neck, but I think I can do it. Me too. (laughs) And there's Bella just sitting there next to him being like... Is he going to run away All from right. me? Is he going to leave me here <laughs> five miles from my car? Bella has no idea the sexual thoughts happening next to her. No. Can't even imagine. Nope. She's just chilling. Um, Edward notices that Bella's heart rate goes down and he can hear birds that are far away from him that are getting, you know, they're living their bird lives. And... He starts to relax. He stops drooling eventually. (laughs) And after 2,364 heartbeats, approximately 30 minutes, (laughs) Edward was back in control. (laughs) I love that you calculated that. (laughs) That's really cute. Thank you. Um, That's a long time for her to have to sit there. With him just... (laughs) Um... <laughs> Counting her heartbeats. Mm-hmm. He's not sure if he's ready, and also he feels real awkward because they've just been sitting here in silence for 30 minutes. Listen, just do it. You'll never be ready. Just do it. So he just lays down on the grass, and he's like, maybe if I look relaxed, she'll think I'm relaxed. <laughs> yeah. Bella is a sigh. Um, he wants her to start the conversation, but she doesn't say anything. He... Knows that she's just looking at his skin, but apparently she doesn't think it's gross. 
And now that I knew it was admiring that she found me beautiful regardless of everything, brought back that electric current. Oh my gosh, here it comes. Another paragraph. An imitation of life running through my veins. I let myself get lost in the rhythms of her body. Okay. That's right. Just do it. Just go with it. Let the sound and the warmth and the smell commingle, and I found that I could still master my inhuman desires, even while the phantom current moved under my skin. <laughs> really cool. <laughs> She's restarting his heart. <laughs> he knows that Bella must have so many questions and that he needs to tell her so many answers. But that's like a lot to do on top of all of this stuff that's already a lot. <laughs> um, he is an expert juggler, though, and he can juggle more than crystal goblets. Lady and gentlemen, he can also juggle a conversation. Emily, bringing it full circle. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> he... Before he speaks, though, nerd. He's me, a nerd. Let guys. me see if I can pay attention to Bella's blood and also <laughs> figure out all the fish that are in that stream over there. <laughs> he knows where all the birds are already, and he knows what kind of birds they are and what sounds they make. <laughs> he listens to all the splashes in the stream. About he knows how big the fish would be to make the sound of the splash that they're making, <laughs> and so he's pretty sure he knows the variety of fish in the scream. Um, he knows all his bugs because bugs are like the only living thing that ignore vampires. So Edward's <laughs> like, I guess I'll collect bugs. This they is... don't run away from me, <laughs> guys. This is one of the first things about this book that Emily sent me a screenshot of, and she can't. Well, actually, you didn't even send me a screenshot. You like talked to me about it you were like i gotta tell you about the bugs <laughs> i can't keep this inside me anymore it was awesome he knows the he knows what kind of bugs they are based on their wing movements and their elevation and the sound of their legs and so he thinks about all the bugs that he's collected and he's like i know i have 4913 bugs in my meadow um my meadow is roughly 11,035 square feet. So how many insects on average would exist in the entire national park based on what I know of my bugs in my meadow? The 1,400 square miles of the Olympic <laughs> National Park. He takes what? elevation into yes. consideration and he starts working the numbers. It drops 1% for each 10 feet of elevation. <laughs> you guys... While he's thinking about his bugs, he's also thinking about every song that he's only ever heard one time. Concurrently, everybody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> songs that he heard as he was walking past someone's house or by, like, some kid was singing or some kid was, like, composing, whatever. Nothing common that he'd heard played more than once. Yep. And he Adorable. thinks about all the songs and he knows exactly why they suck. <laughs> yeah rude but handy also i would like somebody to be able to critique my songs and tell me how to fix them i don't have any songs <laughs> her blood still pulsed her heat still warmed and i still burned but i could keep hold on myself my grip did not loosen i was in control just enough just barely <laughs> and then bella's like did you say something <laughs> 
And he's like, I'm just singing to myself. <laughs> he did not tell her about the bugs. He and did the birds not. And the or fish. the map or the. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm nothing. I'm just singing of that. to myself. <laughs> Honestly, if he told her about his bugs, I think she'd be fine with it. I think she'd be like, well, It'd how many are there? Than he's just singing. <laughs> she would literally be like, well, tell me. I'm interested. I literally would play that game with Edward Cullen so often. Oh my gosh, think of it. How many bugs are in this building? (laughs) (laughs) He thinks that's not interesting, but I'm very interested. I love nerds. Uh Uh-huh. So (laughs) Edward's finally feeling okay about things, and he thinks that he made it through the knot, and then Bella's breathing changes a little bit. And Edward wonders if she's going to ask him a question. Um, but instead, he hears her move and lean towards him. And she takes one finger and she just touches his hand. Oh, this is my gently. beautiful, brave Bella. Mm-hmm. I love it. It was a very gentle touch. But the response in my skin was electric. Let's hear it, Edward. A different kind of burning than that in my throat, and even more distracting. My calculations and audio recall stuttered and stalled, and she had all my attention even as her heart throbbed wetly just a foot from my ear. Excuse me? (laughs) Oh, no! Edward opens his eyes now. (laughs) sees Bella looking real interested smiling he smiles back at her and he's like I don't scare you (laughs) she's like "Eh, no no more than usual she then takes her entire hand and puts it on his forearm and drags it down his wrist (laughs) and Edward's just like burns it burns (laughs) She asks if he minds, and he says that the electric (laughs) current felt like an earthquake rocking through his core. Excuse me? And he's like, that feels nice. (laughs) (laughs) It was beyond any pleasure I'd ever felt. Oh my gosh. Live a little, Edward. What did happen? (laughs) She starts to touch the inside of his elbow. No. Not and there. She's getting both hands involved now. <laughs> Excuse me. She kind of pulls on his hand, and it takes him a second to realize that she wants him to flip it. So he flips it. <laughs> but it just <laughs> one time here, next to here, yeah, yeah. And um, she's like, "What?" He realized that he forgot to move slowly, and says, "It's it's too easy to be myself with you." Ah. Then he closes his eyes again, so he can just. Really feel her touches. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing like it, you know? That first, like, time that you're, like, sitting on the couch and your barefoot touches your boyfriend's barefoot. It's, that's a nice feeling. It feels That's what's going on here. It's that first little, like, woo, touchy, touchy. Mm-hmm. So she can feel like she wants his, he can feel that she wants his hand to be closer to her. And he's like, I know that even if I didn't try, it would take more strength than she has just to lift my arm. (laughs) So he helps her. And he says, I was a little heavier than I looked. And now I really want to know how much 
he weighs. I know. Think of how heavy he is. I've also like, I never thought of that. And I also never, ever thought of how he has, every time she like holds his hand, he has to like consciously move his hand so that she can hold it. Mm-hmm. I he love it. He can't just like relax his hand because he would literally break her wrist. I if love he just like it. dropped his arm. It's so, so sweet. It gives a whole other level of like gentleness and kindness of on his part to oh my gosh it's really Mm -hmm. sweet you guys he oh she pulls his hand up towards her face and he can feel her breath and he opens his eyes and she's just staring she's like reading his palm (laughs) she's like i need your hand can you flip it over bring it closer and she's like all right wow that lifeline though (laughs) you're gonna live a very long life it just wraps around (laughs) oh man bella's kind of scowling again and so he's like tell me again (laughs) and he's like it feels so strange for me to not know and she's like well that's how the rest of us always feel (laughs) he's like i know the rest of you oh no edward (laughs) (laughs) he says it's a hard life but you didn't tell me and she's like well i was wishing that i could know what you were thinking (laughs) and i was wishing i could believe that you were real and I was wishing that I wasn't afraid. Oh, no. And then Edward gets a knife to the side. <laughs> He's like, oh, no. Edward. Is she <laughs> is scared of me. No, Edward, you're doing a misunderstand again. He says, I don't want you to be afraid. And she's like, well, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And he's like, what do you mean that's not what you mean (laughs) what do you mean what do you mean what are you afraid of then (laughs) and their faces are so close to each other now and as he's talking to her she opens (laughs) her mouth and sniffs him (laughs) closes her eyes gets a little closer to him puts her head up accidentally bringing that neck Uh, get that jugular out of here (laughs) and edward starts drooling again his hand goes (laughs) right out of hers (laughs) and then edward does the biggest lunge of all time straight to the edge because listen to this though you guys he goes venom flooded my mouth my free hand moved of its own volition to seize her my jaws wrenched open as she leaned in to meet me so can you he, she's like got her eyes closed she's like, and she's like best moment <laughs> of my life and he's literally like, ah. <laughs> like it's like the bilbo pocket it is she <laughs> didn't she, see it and then he's like bye gotta go <laughs> i love it and Edward's like, I didn't have time to gently take my hands out of hers. No. And when he lands, he's like, did I just rip her arms he from like her He, like, checks body? his hands to make sure that he's not holding her arm. <laughs> he's like, oh, my God, her hands are still attached. She's still just sitting there. She doesn't even know he's gone. Thank God. <laughs> and then he feels... Worse than he has ever felt. Oh, ever. No. 
All the emotions I feared to see in her eyes today multiplied by a hundred years and the sure knowledge that I deserved them and more. Monster, nightmare, destroyer of lives, mutilator of dreams, hers and mine both. Edward. And then he's like, if if I was better, that could have been our first kiss. (laughs) It's like, well, I just ruined everything. There's no hope. Dang it. (laughs) He watches her as she blinks and tries to find where he is. And then they just stare at each other for a second. And she opens her mouth and he's waiting for her to scream. But instead she just goes. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know why he thinks that she would scream. She's she already passed the test of like I'm afraid of you. Yeah. I'm sorry. Edward. <laughs> Edward says, "Of course." <laughs> he takes in a deep breath, calibrates the volume of his voice to make sure it's just loud enough for her to hear and be gentle. He has trouble controlling the volume of his voice. <laughs> And he says, give me a moment. So she sits down. He does her his breathing exercises. <laughs> he doesn't feel like he's going to kill her right now. And so he's so concerned how quickly it happened. It made me want to shriek and tear trees out by their roots. Mm-hmm. If I couldn't feel the edge, couldn't see the trigger, how could I ever protect her from myself? And then his little guardian, Alice Angel, pops in. (laughs) And he imagines her telling him that he did protect Bella and that nothing did happen. I've been saying this. (laughs) You have a a guardian angel, Alice, and guardian angel, Marin. You don't have a devil. You have two guardian angels, both of us telling you, you did it. You Mm -hmm. protected her. You did the right thing. You were there. It was you. It's you. (sighs) She couldn't know how it... It had felt to lose control of myself to be weaker than my worst impulse, not able to stop. But you did stop. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what she would say, but she couldn't know how not enough that was. Interesting. Bella's still staring at Edward this whole time, (laughs) heart racing. Um, He's concerned that it's racing too quickly. (laughs) And she's healthy and young. And he wants to like calm her down, but... He knows those would be lies if he told her that she was safe. (laughs) But he still feels normal. He still feels just as in control, same as before, when he almost killed her. Um, And as he walks back, he's like, should I keep my distance? I don't want to shout an apology at her from across the meadow, but I'm nervous to be so close to her. So he stops and sits down a little bit away from her, but still close enough that they can talk. And he just says, I am so very sorry. Oh, oh honey. And of course, she's, <laughs> like, she's like, why? <laughs> what is he sorry about? Can't compute. <laughs> I love. And what I immediately knew was a bad idea. I fell back on my usual pattern of trying to keep things casual. <laughs> He says, but do you understand what I meant if I said I was only human? <laughs> and Bella's like, uh, oh, yeah, mm-hmm, sure. <laughs> Bella's going through some stuff. And then <laughs> finally he's like, she looks afraid again. The fear in her eyes had never been fear of me until now. 
listen to this. This is gross. The scent of her fear saturated the air, tingly and metallic. Ew. It's like when you drop a penny in your yes. sunny D. Uh-huh. <laughs> Gross. Tangy and metallic. Why would that ever happen? <laughs> Maybe it's just like if you put a bunch of olives in your orange uh, juice and shake it. Ew. That's what fear smells like. <laughs> Gross. But Edward's like, okay, this is good. This is what I've been wanting. This is what I've always wanted is I want her to run away and save herself and leave me burning and alone. And as she sits there, her heart keeps beating, and he wants to laugh, and he wants to cry, because finally <laughs> he's getting what he wants. Oh, no. And all because she leaned in just one inch too close, got in near enough to smell my scent, and she found it pleasant. <laughs> Everything about me made her want to move closer to me just exactly as it was designed to. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to lie to you guys. <laughs> Usually while I take notes, for example, the previous page, I highlight all of the parts, which, I mean, it's a lot. It's like the whole that I want to talk pages. about. As I read these next two pages, I simply bracketed yep. the entire The whole thing is pages. bracketed. There's not I a single a lot sentence of notes in on here too. that I could leave out. Oh, my gosh. <sighs> no. Yep. <laughs> sorry, not Sorry. Uh, from Midnight Sun by Stephanie Meyer, pages <laughs> 352 to 353. Really good. Really good. <laughs> I'm the world's best predator, aren't I? I made no attempt to hide the bitterness in my voice now. Everything about me invites you in. My voice, my face, even my smell. It was all so much overkill. What was the point of my charms and lures? <laughs> I was no rooted flytrap waiting for prey to land inside my mouth. Edward. Why couldn't I have been as repulsive on the outside as I was on the <gasps> inside? Edward. As if I need any of that. <laughs> Can you imagine being Bella right now? <laughs> what the crap are you talking about? Now I felt out of control, but not in the same way. All my love and yearning and hope were crumbling to dust. A thousand centuries of grief stretched out in front of me. And I didn't want to pretend anymore. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I literally wrote, oh, no, right after this sentence. <laughs> that was two, a week ago. <laughs> Do you want me to read the next line? Yeah. If I could have no happiness because I was a monster... Then let me be that monster. Oh my gosh. I was on my feet racing like her heart in two tight circles around the edge of the clearing, wondering if she could even see what I was showing her. Are you embarrassed by this? <laughs> or is it just He's me? just thinking, I don't even know if she can see me right now, but I'm running. <laughs> two circles? It feels a little um, like overkill. Two circles, Edward. This I'm embarrassed. He jerked to a stop where I'd stood before. This was why I didn't need a pretty voice. <laughs> As if you could outrun me. <laughs> I laughed at the thought, the grotesque comedy of the image in my head. The sound of my laugh bounced in harsh echoes off, to, off the trees. And after the chase, <laughs> there would be capture. Oh, no. The lowest branch of the ancient spruce beside me was in easy reach. I ripped the limb from the body without any efforts at all. The wood shrieked and protested, and the bark spl and splinters exploded from the side of the injury. I weighed the bow for a moment in my hand. 
roughly 863 pounds, <laughs> not enough to win in a fight with the hemlock across the clearing to my right, but enough to do some damage. Oh my God, stop. Imagine if Emmett could see this little display. <laughs> <laughs> Emmett's just like peeking through and he's like, stop it. You're so embarrassing. Edward dre- or Emmett dressed himself up as a tree so he could watch. <laughs> he's got a branch in each arm like, and he's peeking through and he's like, I have never been more embarrassed. <laughs> and he's the most embarrassing person I know. Like <laughs> Emmett, poor Emmett. I'm glad he can't read Edward's mind. <laughs> I flicked the branch. Flicked. I flicked. He <laughs> literally just flicks. <laughs> I flicked the branch at the hemlock tree, aiming for a knot about 30 feet from the ground. My projectile hit dead center, the thickest end of the bough smashing with a booming crunch and disintegrating (laughs) into shards of shattered wood that rained down on the ferns below with a faint hissing. (laughs) He, what is the word? He obliterated an entire branch of a spruce tree. He disintegrated it. (laughs) A fissure split through the center of the knot and snaked its way a few feet in either direction. (laughs) The hemlock tree trembled once, the shock radiating through the roots and into the ground. I wondered if I'd killed it. I'd have to wait a few months to know. Hopefully it would recover. The meadow was perfect as it was. Oh my gosh. What if tonight after he drops Bella back off at home, he goes back and he like like ropes the hemlock back together and like grafts some of the pieces together so it heals (laughs) he's so sweet so little effort on my part i not needed to use more than a tiny fraction of my available strength Mm. and still so much violence so much harm Mm -hmm. in two deep lunges i was standing (laughs) over her he really should have worn like sweats or something <laughs> if he was gonna do this i would have had to change maybe he just took his pants off already <laughs> he's and just wearing boxers my plunging around the meadow <laughs> but then he says my favorite edward line of all edward lines in two strides i was standing over her just an arm's length away as if he could fight me off <laughs> stop it Please stop, Edward. The bitterness disappeared from my voice. My little tantrum had cost me no energy, but it had drained some of my ire. That's good. Throughout it all, she'd never moved. (laughs) She remained paralyzed now, her eyes frozen open. We stared at each other for what seemed like a long time. I was still so angry at myself, but there was no fire left in it. It all seemed pointless. I was what I was. (laughs) Jeez. I just feel like... This is so much drama. And of course, what he's doing is he's like, he's showing her, showing her. He's finally like, I'm going to show her. I decided that I was going to show her. So I'm going to show her how dangerous I really, really am so that she understands and knows. Um, And so to him, this is like, it's very important that she sees this. And to her, it's like, wow, he's like, he's really opening up to me. And I'm getting to know a side of him that... I don't know if I'd ever see if we hadn't come here, blah, blah, blah. But like as an outside observer, I'm like, if I saw these two as a couple from the outside, but still being like close to them, I'd be like, they're way too intense. Like this is way (laughs) too intense of a relationship. I am so uncomfortable with them. She moved first just a little bit. Her hands had fallen limp in her lap after I wrenched away from her. (laughs) But now one of them twitched open. 
Her fingers stretched up slightly in my direction. It was probably an unconscious movement, but it was eerily similar to when she'd pleaded, come back in her sleep and reached for something. I'd wished then that she could be dreaming of me. That was the night before Port Angeles, the night before I learned that she already knew what I was. If I'd been aware of what Jacob Black had told her, I never would have believed she could dream of me except in a nightmare. But none of it had mattered to her. There was still terror in her eyes. Of course there was. But there seemed to be a plea in them, too. Was there any chance she wanted me to come back to her now? Even if she did, should I? Her pain, my greatest weakness, as Alice had shown me it would be. I hated to see her frightened. It broke me to know how much I deserved that fear, but more than either of those burdens, I could not bear to see her grief. It stripped me of my ability to make anything close to a good decision. <laughs> New Moon Edward, what's up? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Don't be afraid. <laughs> I begged in a whisper. I promise. <laughs> Why is he so whispering? No, that had become too casual a word. I swear not to hurt you. Don't be afraid. I moved closer to her slowly, making no movement that she would not have time to, to anticipate. I sat gradually in deliberate stages so that I was once again where we'd begun. I slouched down a bit so that my face was level with hers. Looking through his eyelashes, no doubt. No doubt. The pace of her heart eased. Her lids relaxed back into their usual place. It was as if my proximity calmed her. Please forgive me, I pleaded. I can control myself. You caught me off guard, but I'm, I, I'm on my best behavior now. What a pathetic apology. Oh, Edward, you're an angel. <sighs> <laughs> he goes, I'm not thirsty today, honestly. And then he winks at her. He winked at her. One would think I was 13 instead of 104. No, I've never known a 13-year-old to wink at anyone for any reason. <laughs> Definitely ever. creepy old guys. Uh -huh, mm -hmm. Yep, the only people who wink at me, old guys. That's it. Yep. She laughed, her eyes warmed, her shoulders loosened, and her hands opened again. It felt so right to gently place my hand back inside hers. <sighs> uh. He asks if she's okay. She stares at their hands for a long time, looks up at him, looks back down, and goes back to tracing <laughs> patterns in his palm <laughs> with her fingers. And then she finally looks back up at him. She smiles. And he goes, there was no judgment and no regret in that smile. And so he smiles back. And then he thinks about how pretty his meadow is and yeah. how the sun and the flowers are there. And there he finally feels like he can be happy about them. Oh. Like they're here to make me happy. And so I can be happy that my meadow is so cute. Literally any time where Edward feels joy, I'm I want all of that for him so much. He deserves it so much. I felt the gift of her mercy and my stone heart swelled with gratitude. Oh my gosh. The relief, the confusion of joy and guilt suddenly reminded me of the day I'd come home so many decades ago. I hadn't been ready then either. I'd planned to wait. I wanted my eyes to be golden again before Carlisle saw me. <laughs> but they were still a strange orange. 
I was having difficulty adapting to my former diet. I was afraid that if I didn't have Carlisle's help, I wouldn't be able to keep going. So Edward is talking about when he left for the circus and he's coming back home. <laughs> and he feels embarrassed because he still has his clown makeup on. <laughs> he hasn't had time to wash it all off yet. And he wonders if it'll be hard for Carlisle to even look at him. He wonders if he'll, like, <laughs> reprimand Edward in some way. <laughs> and Edward's like, I'll do it, whatever he asks. And he hopes that that'll be enough for Carlisle. And so he goes to find them. He comes across them because they hadn't moved far. And he wonders if it's because they wanted it to be easy for him to find them when he came back. Of course it was, sweetie. So he walks towards the house through the empty field instead of through the trees, even though through the trees would be faster because he wants them to be able to see him before he gets there. Do you love that he's like, it's, it wasn't too far from where, it was probably like a hundred miles. <laughs> it's in the same neighborhood. It's like, it's not that far. If the world was split into vampire neighborhoods, there'd only be like 30. I know. And they'd be all so close. They'd be like on top of each other. Yep. <laughs> It was Esme who saw me first. I bracketed the rest of this page. Oh, okay. Page 355. Edward, I heard her cry, though I was still a mile out. <laughs> In less than a second, I saw her figure dart through a side door, racing through the rocks surrounding the mountain ledge and stirring up a thick cloud of snow crystals behind her. That's a beautiful image. Edward, he's come home. It was not the mindset I'd been expecting, but then she hadn't seen my eyes clearly. And he hears Carlisle think, Edward, can it be? My father was following close behind her now, catch catching up with his longer lunges. <laughs> He's I'm probably wearing slacks, too. You can imagine vampires <laughs> lunging everywhere. In their uncomfortable clothes. <laughs> there was nothing but a desperate hope in his thoughts. No judgment. Not yet. Edward, Esme shouted with an unmistakable ring of joy in her voice. And then she was upon me, her arms wrapped tight around my neck, her lips kissing my cheek over and over again. Please don't go away again. Only a second later, Carlisle's arms encircled us both. Thank you, he thought, his mind fervent with sincerity. Thank you for coming back to us. Edward says, Carlisle, Esme, I'm so sorry. And Esme just says, shush. <laughs> And she tucks her head against his neck and sniffs him and says, my boy. My mom does that to me, too. I don't like it. That's true. But I <laughs> I'm think too ticklish. he's like, mm. she's like a nice little snuggle and sniff. And your mom is like aggressive about it. She's like, <laughs> yeah, it's gross. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up into Carlisle's face, leaving my eyes open wide, hiding nothing. You're here. Carlisle stared back at my face with only happiness in his mind. Though he had to know what the color of my eyes meant, there was no off note to his delight. There's nothing to apologize for. Oh, man, that's family. That's family right there. <sighs> By family, I mean the family you choose. Mm -hmm. yep. Slowly, hardly able to trust that it could be so simple, I raised my arms and returned my family's embrace. I felt that same undeserved acceptance now, and I could barely believe that all of it, my bad behavior, both voluntary and involuntary, was suddenly behind us. But her forgiveness seemed to wash the darkness away. 
Oh, an Edward flashback. <sighs> and then Edward's like, where were we? <laughs> and Bella's like, dude, <laughs> I don't freaking know. I honestly can't remember. <laughs> Boy, you ran around this meadow twice. It was weird. It's fine. You threw a tree. I don't know what's happening. Um, And then he's... He's like, I think we were talking about why you were afraid besides the obvious reason. She's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, <laughs> well, well. And instead of talking to him, she just starts doing shapes on his palm. And he's expecting her to be like secretly writing a message to him. It's like, Edward, please go away. <laughs> no. But it's just probably loops. Bella likes a she loop. She likes a loop. And he's like, this is frustrating. And she looks up at him. He looks back at her. It's very intense. <laughs> <laughs> and then she goes, I was afraid because, well, for obvious reasons, I can't stay with you. Mm. And Edward understands that she doesn't just mean today, but she means for always. Stay always. Stay forever. And she continues, I'm afraid that if that I... Nope. <laughs> And I'm afraid that I'd like to stay with you much more than I should. And Edward thinks about it. He thinks about what it would mean if he forced her into a life in which he got to make her stay forever. And he thinks about every sacrifice she'd be giving up, everything she would lose, everything she would mourn, all of the regrets that come with it, all of the aching and the tearless stares. Except... Oh, I wish that uh, he just can't see that there wouldn't be any of that. And he's just like, yeah, that's <laughs> definitely something to be afraid of. <sighs> Wanting to be with me, that's really not in your best interest. Aww. Bella's confused and mad about he said this. <laughs> yeah. And he thinks about how he's Hades again and how much he's... How many toxic seeds he's already infected her with. And then he pictures the new moon Bella vision that mm. Alice showed him. Yeah, none of us like that. Where she <laughs> is so sad. And he thinks about leaving her and how he would survive it. And he knows that Bella would be sad too. Um, but she won he wonders what Alice would have seen of him. If she had looked for his future instead of just Bella's. Just eating rats in an alley. I couldn't believe I would be anything more than a broken shadow. Useless, crumpled, empty. And then he tells her that he should have left a long time ago and he should still leave, but he can't. She says, well, I don't want you to leave. And that <laughs> makes him so happy, of course, every time. And he goes, was a choice even mine or was it hers alone now? Would I stay until she told me to go? He tells her that's why he should leave because she wants him. But he tells <laughs> her not to worry because he's super selfish and it would be way too hard to <laughs> do it. They're too far in now. This is the point of no return. Yep. She's like, good, I'm glad. And he's like, don't be. <laughs> It's not only your company I crave. Never forget that. Never forget that I am more dangerous to you than I am to anyone else. Oh, my God. And Bella gets her, like, puppy <laughs> eyes out again, confused. Um, But she's not afraid. Nope. And she tells him, I don't understand what you're talking about. 
And so he's like, okay, let me think how to tell you this. Um, <laughs> he gives her his hand back. And <laughs> I think that's really cute. He's like, keep touching me, uh-huh. please. First of all, do <laughs> it this. It helps. <laughs> and he goes, I, I knew I was about to tell her everything, but I had no idea how she would process it. So instead of starting, he goes, I really like the way your fingers feel. <laughs> and then he begins. You know how we all like different flavors? <laughs> Some people, chocolate people. Some people, strawberry people. Everyone has their preference. Cinnamon, Nutella, whatever. No offense about the food, but just bear with me. Both smiles. I mean, I'm sorry that I'm calling you food. <laughs> I'm sorry I'm calling you almonds. And he, she's just, I mean, <laughs> I am. She gets it. Yep. Her grin made me feel as though we were in this ludicrous situation together, not as opponents, but as partners. Yes, I love that. side by side to fight a solution. Oh, that almost made me cry when I was like, yes, he finally sees that they are a partnership right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. I couldn't think of anything I would wish for more besides, <laughs> of course, the impossible that I could be human too. Mm. She squeezes his hands and he's like, okay, so everybody smells different. <laughs> if you're to put an alcoholic in a room full of all this beer and it's, you know, he could probably be like, nah, I'm okay. But if you put in in the same room with like his perfect drink, and then you also like blew that smell into the room and made it really warm. <laughs> he probably wouldn't do so good. <laughs> and Val's just staring at him, of course. And he's like, maybe that's not quite right. Maybe it's too easy to turn down brandy. I should have made our alcoholic a heroin addict instead. Hmm. And Val's still smiling. <laughs> and she's and then like, she's like you're saying you like me? <laughs> you think I smell really good? Because mm-hmm. this whole time she was like, he thinks I stink. Mm-hmm. He hates my <laughs> strawberry shampoo. <laughs> and he tells her, yes, you are exactly my brand of heroin. And then he's like, that wasn't so bad. <laughs> that feels kind of nice. Um, How can she forgive all of this? <laughs> love but she just continues and she's like does it happen very often and edward's thinking about it and he's like even though i don't know how it felt for all of these other people to go through this i know how they they thought about it and how they like process their feelings and then he tells us some information and he says how i interpreted thirst wasn't even exactly the way the rest of my family did to me, the thirst was a burning fire. Jasper described it as burning too, but to him it was like an acid fire rather than flame, chemical and saturating. Rosalie thought of it as a profound dryness, a screaming lack rather than an outside force, and Emmett tended to evaluate his thirst in the same way. I suppose that was natural as Rosalie had been the first and most frequent influence in his second life. I think that's those are all like such interesting ways like and I feel like every single one of those is a reflection on the human mm-hmm. part of them. Like how Edward, um, like, 
Well, I don't know. I don't know Edward specifically, but to him, it's always been this like fire burning. But for Jasper, like his is like an acid, like a, oh, like just like a horrible, gross, disgusting, chemically taste, which like he, he was turned by somebody who's kind of like evil and like da da da. And then with like Rosalie, she's got like this lack and she always lacked that like connection and love and like family and stuff that she wanted and um I think you know after like Emmett was turned but you know he kind of felt the same way because that was how he knew of Rosalie I think that's so cool the way that they each have a different like sensation for it Mm -hmm. but it always reflects back to who they are as a person and what they've been through I think it's cool and when Edward was sick with the with the fever with the like the flu he probably did feel like an intense burning like through that like with the fire and the f- and the the fever he had through that. Yeah. So he he knows about the times that everyone else had problems with this but he doesn't know if it was anything as near as strong as what he has so he makes a guess. And so he tells her that he spoke to Emmett and Jasper about it and Jasper really doesn't notice a difference in people but he also hasn't been practicing as much. He just Um, wants them all equally. (laughs) He hasn't had time to grow sensitive to the differences in smell or flavor. He's like, sorry. (laughs) And she's like, I don't mind. Please don't worry about offending me or frightening me or whatever (laughs) is happening. No, honestly, stop sugarcoating for Bella. Mm -hmm. She does not feel yucky about this. I love it. Yep. I tried to settle myself. I needed to accept (laughs) that that through some miracle... Bella was able to know the darkest things about me and not be terror stricken, able to not hate me for it. If she was strong enough to hear this, I needed to be strong enough to speak the words. So he goes, so Jasper's not sure if he ever met someone who's as appealing (laughs) as you are to me. (laughs) But Emmett's been around a little bit longer and he understood what I meant. And he says it happened twice for him, once stronger than the other. And Bella's like, and what about you? And he just says, never. (laughs) Nope. And she's like, well, what did Emmett do? (laughs) (laughs) We're not going to have this conversation right here in the middle of my meadow, (laughs) (laughs) ma'am. How could I tell her about these two innocent victims, humans with hopes and fears, people with families and friends who loved them, imperfect beings who deserved the chance to improve, to try? A man and a woman with names now inscribed on simple headstones in obscure graveyards. I think it's so interesting that he can put he can put together this kind of an like empathy filled thought, but then he doesn't think he's a good person. Mm-hmm. It's so he's so disconnected from who he truly is that it just breaks my heart all the time. Yeah. Would you think better or worse of us if she knew that Carlisle had required our attendance at their funeral? I love that so much. Dad is like, listen, you will go to that funeral and you will sit there and listen to their family talk about them. <laughs> just so uncomfortable (laughs) so awful and imagine being at the funeral and like way back somewhere there's like this weird family all dressed in black and they're like scary and tall and white and beautiful and you're just like what the fuck honestly it's so scary not just these two but every victim of our mistakes and lapses we were a tiny bit less damned because we had listened (laughs) to those who knew them best Describe their shortened lives because we bore witness to the tears and cries of pain. The monetary aid we'd anonymously provided to make sure there was no unnecessary physical 
suffering seemed crass in retrospect. Such a weak com. Nope, I thought that said compromise. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of the same letters. <laughs> I already ruined it. I can't say it now. Such a weak recompense. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) She gave up waiting for an answer. (laughs) I guess I know. He's just silent for so long and she's like, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Her expression was mournful now. Did she condemn Emmett while she gave me so much mercy? His crimes though much greater than two, were less in total than mine, it pained me that she would think badly of him. And he tells her, even the strong of us fall off the wagon, don't we? And he's, she doesn't say anything, and he doesn't say anything. <laughs> and then she kind of flinches away from him a little bit, and she frowns, and Edward's like, oh, no. <laughs> But then in, like, classic Bella. (laughs) No. She's like, what are you asking? My permission? (laughs) The hard edge in her voice sounded like sarcasm. (laughs) And I was like, all right, this is where she draws the line. Um, She's fine with the idea of vampires, but she doesn't like it when we actually kill people. (laughs) Yeah. Obviously, she didn't realize that we do kill people. And also, you know, she probably didn't realize that I did want to kill those guys in Port Angeles, too. Yeah, no, all of that is the truth. Yep, Edward, she had been told that you guys do not hunt humans. And she was like, cool, they're good then. And then when she finds out that you have eaten humans, it's very disturbing. Had she not realized that I'd been confessing to murder? No wonder she accepted things so easily. (laughs) Well, it wasn't her fault. I'd never given her the body count. Her expression softened while I spiraled. (laughs) These guys. Um, He tries to think of how he can possibly say goodbye to her and make sure she knows how much he loves her. And she goes... Well, I mean, is there no help, though? <laughs> and Edward's like, replays the whole conversation. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I thought wrong. <laughs> She's talking about herself. <laughs> yeah. Oh my he goes, gosh. no, 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 no. Of course there's hope. I mean, of course I won't <laughs> kill you. It's different for us. Emmett. These were strangers he happened across. Oh, no. And she's like, so if we'd met, like, I don't know, in a dark alley or something. And then he goes, ah, here was a bitter truth. (laughs) It took everything I had not to jump up in the middle of that class full of children and. (laughs) I cannot. Bella. (laughs) I got to admire the girl. I'd have been out of there. (laughs) (laughs) He tells her that when she walked past him, it could have ruined everything Carlisle built for us right then and there. If I hadn't been denying my thirst for the last, well, a long time. And then Edward remembers that classroom period. And he's like, do I have to remember literally everything that (laughs) happened? And he tells her, you must have thought I was possessed. And she's like, I just didn't know why you hated me so much. It's so quickly. And he's like, ah, so she did know that I hated her. 
She didn't know that I wanted her, but she knows that I hated her. (laughs) (laughs) To me, it was like you were some kind of demon summoned straight from my own personal hell to ruin me. Then he talks about her fragrance. (laughs) I just can't, like, describe to you guys how much I love when Edward and Bella finally talk to each other. (laughs) Like, them telling each other what the crap after all this time. Ugh, Mm -hmm. so, so relieving. He's like, I thought of many different ways to kill you and to kill everyone else. Um, <laughs> but it didn't happen, at least. What must it be like for her to know this? Me would be murderer and me would be lover. <laughs> and he's like, you would have come with me. And she's like, yep. Sure <laughs> Without would've. a doubt. I was like in the in the previous um, paragraph he talks about how he would have like said something to her and made her come I'm like what would he have lured her with like candy do you want a gum like yeah exactly gum candy yeah. <laughs> and she would have been like oh okay you got candy mm-hmm. okay they're still holding hands um hers were nearly as still as mine aside from the blood pulsing through them I wonder if she'd felt the same fear that I did the fear that they might have to come apart. And he continues and he's like, and then I was trying to change my schedule and you were there <laughs> again and I almost killed everyone also. Um, Dude, Shelly she- Cope would have loved it, man. She'd have been like, <laughs> finally. <laughs> <laughs> I felt the shiver move down her arms to her hands. With every new attempt to explain, I found myself using more and more distressing words. <laughs> they were the right words, the truthful words, and they were also so ugly. Right, but honesty is, like, so important. Yep. It just, yeah, yeah. And he's like, well, there's no stopping him now. So he just tells her about how he went to Alaska and sat in the snow for a while. But then he was like, <laughs> I'm better than this. And how that arrogance had shaped our interactions and how the frustration of her hidden thoughts had tormented me. How her scent had never stopped being both torture and temp- temptation. My family wove in and out of the story and I wondered whether she could see how they influenced my actions at every turn. I told her how saving her from Tyler's van had changed my perspective had forced me to see that she was more to me than just a risk and an irritant. <laughs> Thanks. That's <laughs> <laughs> what every girl wants to hear. <laughs> and then she asks about the hospital, as she should. I know. That was not what cool, What about the man. time you tried to gaslight me? <laughs> hmm? Got an explanation for that. What about that, that penguin story? <laughs> I didn't believe it back then. Mm-hmm. Um, I explained my misgivings so that she would understand my harshness. This led naturally into my family's varied reactions, and I wondered what she thought of the fact that some of them had wanted to silence her in the most permanent way possible. Mm. Yeah. How strange it must be for her to learn the whole story, the dark now woven through the light she'd known. I mean, now she knows. And I love that now she knows. I love... I just am a big fan of communication, and I love that she knows everything now. Edward wonders what would have happened if he would have just let the van crush her. And obviously, everyone would have to move forks immediately (laughs) because Edward would have killed every single person there. Oops. Rosalie and Jasper wouldn't have been angry. Carlisle would have been deeply disappointed, but still forgiving. (laughs) Son, I am very disappointed in you. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes, indeed. He wonders whether Alice would 
have a Bella funeral for herself because she'd never actually gotten to say hi to her friend because I'm stupid. Oh my gosh, Alice. Esme would have been concerned about me and Emmett would have shrugged it off. (laughs) But could I have guessed the vastness of the tragedy? I thought not. I would have ached, certainly, and then gone about my empty half-life, never realizing how very much I had lost, never knowing actual happiness. Mm. I bracketed the rest of this page Damn. as well. <laughs> so did I, actually. Literally, this is just me reading this whole chapter because it's so good. It would have been easier to lose her then, I knew. Just as I would never have known joy, I wouldn't have suffered the depths of pain I now knew to exist. Yeah, man. I mean, it's like, I I almost wrote Bella's line where she said, without the dark, you'd never see the stars. Because it's like, he he now knows that, man, you can feel a lot of love, but it's like the same, it's like worse than knowing a lot of pain to know what you'd be missing out on. I contemplated her kind, sweet face, so dear to me now, so much the center of my world. The only thing I wanted to look at for the rest of time. She gazed back, the same wonder in her eyes. And for all that, I concluded my long confession. I'd have fared better now if I had exposed us all at that first moment than if now, here, with no witnesses and nothing to stop me. I were to hurt you. Mm. Her eyes widened, not in fear or surprise. Fascination. Why? She asked. This explanation would be as difficult as any of the others with many words I hated to say, but there were also words I very much wanted to speak to her. <laughs> Do you want me to read it? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> this was one I was going to read, so I'll just read it. Isabella, Bella, it was a pleasure just to say her name. It felt like a kind of avowal. This is the name to which I belong. Yeah, way better than girl. I carefully (laughs) loosened one hand and stroked her soft hair, warm from the sun. The joy of the simple touch, the knowledge that I was free to reach out to her this way was overwhelming. I grasped her hands again. That's so sweet. I couldn't live with myself if I ever hurt you. You don't know how it's tortured me. I hated to look away from her sympathetic expression, but it was too hard to see her other face. The one from Alice's vision in the same frame. The thought of you, still, white, cold. To never see you blush scarlet again. To never see that flash of intuition in your eyes when you see through my pretenses. It would be unendurable. I was through the ugly part now and I could say the things I'd wanted to tell her for so long. I met her eyes again rejoicing in this confession. You are the most important thing to me now. The most important thing to me ever. (laughs) Shut up Edward. Stop it. She's just staring at him. How is she still sitting there? I would have literally had to lay down. <laughs> I Bella's a stronger person than me, obviously. We all know that. But I would have just been like, wait, stop. And I would have laid down and just cried. Mm-hmm. Just literally sobbed. She goes, you know how I feel. Of course, I'm here, which roughly translated means I would rather die than stay away from you. 
<laughs> yep. She's, she knows what's going on. Edward's feeling extreme conflicting emotions. <laughs> and she just goes, I'm an idiot. And he laughs at her. <laughs> he says, you are an idiot. <sighs> oh. And I would never stop being grateful for it. Oh, so sweet. They both laugh together. It feels so good to finally laugh. He thinks that she feels the same. We were utterly in sync for one perfect moment. And finally, Edward agrees. <laughs> Even though it's impossible, we belong together. Oh my gosh. It was this. It was as if we somehow ascended to a better world where such impossibilities could exist. And then Edward starts thinking about this painting. He's having another Edward flashback. He's remembering how every time they would like run through a city, Carlisle <laughs> would have to go check out the church. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Because <laughs> Edward just, he knows that it gives him like peace to be in a church. And even though he had a terrible father and a terrible childhood, every time he's there, he only remembers good things. And so one time they are running through Philadelphia and there's they found an old Quaker meeting house. And so Carlisle has to go inside and Edward follows in and he notices how plain everything is. And he's shocked that they have a painting on the wall. And Carlisle goes and looks at it and so does Edward and they're both looking at it. And it's this spa painting, and Edward's like, this artist clearly isn't a professional. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, <laughs> even though he, he feels some kind of emotion while looking at it. And he looks at these animals that this person has painted, and he was strangely moved by this kinder universe. A better world, Carlyle had thought to himself. The sort of world where this present moment could exist. And so the lion fell in love with the lamb, I whispered. Bella tells him, what a stupid lamb. <laughs> and he tells her, what a sick, masochistic lion. Uh, <laughs> he goes, I wasn't sure that was a true statement, though. In one night, yes, I was deliberately causing myself unnecessary pain and enjoying it. <laughs> the textbook definition of masochism. Just Edward Cullen. There's a picture of Edward in under masochism in the <laughs> dictionary. And then he goes, as if this negates what he just said. But the pain was the price and the reward was so much more than the pain. I think that's the idea. It really truly People is. go through the pain because they get uh -huh. pleasure. You watch <laughs> that's face point. first into the point and you missed it. <laughs> Bella asks him why he ran away from her before. And he dismisses it. And he's like, it was me. You didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> and she's like, no, but like, what did I do wrong? Obviously, there was something. You don't care if I fingertip you. <laughs> This seems to be all right. <laughs> He's like, I promise you didn't do anything wrong, Bella. It was my fault. And she's like, but I want to help. Like, I don't know how to help you if you don't tell me what I do wrong. And he's like, okay, well, how to explain bloodlust? <laughs> He tells her it was just how close she got. He wasn't expecting her to be so close. And also the smell of your throat. I mean, she didn't see this. It's true. She missed that part. <laughs> <laughs> 
She goes, okay, no throat exposure, does a deep tuck. And Edward appreciates that she's trying to make the situation light, but he's like, really? It's just because I was surprised. Mm-hmm. And then he takes his hand and he puts it against her neck. We're really close to the buble. <laughs> we are so close to Edward <laughs> Buble. Um, he touches her jawline with his thumb and he's like, see, I, it's fine. <laughs> I can touch your throat and it's fine. I know how to not pop a bubble. Mm-hmm. So much practice. And then she blushes and the sound and sight of her response Rather than awakening my thirst again, seemed only to speed the rush of my more human <laughs> reactions. Yep, yep. He tells her her blush looks lovely. <laughs> the blush on your cheeks is lovely. He murmured. <laughs> he really, really wants to kiss her right now, but he doesn't trust himself. Oh, he needs no. he needs one more test. Stop it. He thought he was through the knot, but he still feels like there's something missing, and he realizes what he now must do. Lay on her boob. Be very still, he says. <laughs> Did I just bracket the rest of this chapter? Honestly, <laughs> another two full pages. Oh my gosh, okay. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Stephanie. I don't mean to literally read your whole book, but this is too good. I'm sorry that you wrote such a beautiful love story. I'm sorry. This is one of the most This is like I if I if I ever see another effing meme that says still a better love story than Twilight, I'm going to I'm going to kill the internet. Like that was actually one of the things that made me want to start this podcast with Emily is I kept telling her like I'm like it's been years and years and years and I still get angry every time I see one of those stupid memes. I get so mad about it because I'm like I can't think of like no better love stories than Twilight. The sacrifice, the love, the sincerity, just everything about it. Oh my gosh. Okay, ready. I'm ready. I'm ready for the buble. Okay, good. Slowly, I leaned close, watching her expression for any hint that this was unwelcome to her. I found none. Finally, I let my head dip forward and turned it to lean my cheek against the base of her throat. The heat of her warm-blooded life pulsed through her fragile skin and into the cold stone of my body. That pulse leaped beneath my touch. I kept my breathing steady as a machine, in and out, controlled. I waited, judging every minuscule happening inside my body. <laughs> Perhaps I waited longer than necessary, but it was a very pleasant place to linger. Yes, I just remember Bella just like holding as still as she possibly can. So uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> when I felt sure that no trap waited for me here, I proceeded. Cautiously, I readjusted using slow, steady movements so that nothing would surprise or frighten her. As my hands drifted from her jaw to the points of her shoulder, she shivered, <laughs> and for a moment I lost my careful hold on my breathing. I recovered, settling myself again, and then moved my head so that my ear was directly over her heart. <sighs> <laughs> the sound of it, loud before, seemed to surround me in stereo now. The earth beneath me didn't seem quite as steady, <laughs> as if it rocked faintly to the beat of her heart. <laughs> her heart is so strong that she's like rocking the literal ground. 
I love it. Um, and he, <sighs> the sigh escaped against my will. <laughs> Beautiful. I wish I could stay like this forever, immersed in the sound of her heart and warmed by her skin. It was time for the final test, though, and I wanted it behind me. For the first time, as I breathed in the sear of her scent, I let myself imagine it. Uh, imagine what? <laughs> Rather than blocking my thoughts, cutting them off, and forcing them deep down out of my conscious mind, I allowed them to range unfettered. They did not go willingly, not now, but I forced myself to go where I had always avoided. Oh my... I imagined tasting her, <laughs> draining her. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'd had enough experience to know what the relief would feel like if I were to utterly quench my most bestial need. Her blood had so much more pull for me than any other humans I'd encountered. I could only assume that the relief and pleasure would be that much more intense. <laughs> Her blood would soothe my aching throat, erasing all the months of fire. It would feel as if I had never burned for her. The alleviation of pain would be total. The sweetness of her blood on my tongue was harder to imagine. I knew that I had never experienced any blood so perfectly matched to my desire, but I was sure it would satisfy every craving I had ever known. For the first time in three quarters of a century, the span I had survived without human blood, I would be totally sated. My body would feel strong and whole. It would be many weeks before I thirsted again. Jeez. Oh, would it be worth it? Just for a <laughs> <No>. few weeks? <laughs> I played the sequence of events through to the end, surprised <laughs> even as I let these taboo imaginings loose at how little they appealed to me now. Even withholding the inevitable sequel, the return of the thirst, the emptiness of the world without her, I felt no desire to act on my imaginings. <laughs> I also saw very clearly in that moment that there was no separate monster and never had been one. Eager to disconnect my mind from my desires, I had, as was my habit, personified that hated part of myself to distance it from the parts that I considered me. Just as I had created the harpy to give myself someone to fight. It was a coping mechanism and not a very good one. Better to see myself as the whole, good and bad, and work with the reality of it. That another very, very solid self-reflection on mm -hmm. Edward's part of being like, oh my gosh, I don't have to compartmentalize myself. I am who I am. And it's fine. Oh my gosh, I love it, guys. Big moment right mm -hmm. here. My breathing continued steadily. The bite of her scent, <laughs> a welcome counterpoint to the glut of other physical sensations I that just, overwhelmed me as I held her. I just can't stop thinking of Bella. <laughs> so <laughs> uncomfortable. Just, nobody, nobody's ever put their ear on my boob before. <laughs> like, he's having this like breakthrough moment and she's like, his head is on my boob right now. <laughs> I thought I understood a little better what had happened to me before in the violent reaction that had terrified us both. 
I had been so convinced that I might be overwhelmed that when I actually was overwhelmed, it was almost a self-fulfilling prophecy. My anxiety, the agonizing visions I had obsessed over, plus the months of self-doubt that had shaken my former confidence, all combined to weaken the determination that I now knew was absolutely up to the job of protecting Bella. Yeah. Even Alice's nightmare vision was suddenly less vibrant, the colors leeching away. Its power to shake me was ebbing because, and this was obvious now, that future was entirely impossible. Bam. Bella and I would leave this place <sighs> hand in hand and my life would finally begin. <sighs> we were through the knot. You did it, Edward. <laughs> you did it. Alice now. She's having a party. She's crying. Bella party. <laughs> She's dancing. She's picking out clothes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Though I was exceptionally comfortable in my current position, I was also eager for the rest of my life to unfold. Mm. I leaned away from her, letting my hands trace along the length of her arms as I dropped to my side, full of simple happiness just to see her face again. (laughs) She looked at me curiously, unaware of the momentous occurrences (laughs) inside my head. Like always. WTF, Edward. (laughs) He tells her, it won't be so hard again. And she was like... That was hard. (laughs) That was hard for you. You were in complete control. (laughs) He's like, "Um, no, it was fine. It wasn't. It wasn't bad for for me. You know what I mean. (laughs) She just smiles her lopsided grin at him, and Edward is finally like teenager Edward. Oh, I love it. Oh my gosh, I'm here with this girl. Um. That was the only, he's giddy. It's the only thing you can think of. And <laughs> even though um, <laughs> every thought in my head wanted to spill out through my lips, I wanted to hear every thought in hers. That at least was nothing new. Everything else was new. Everything had changed. And then Edward holds Bella's hand. Oh my gosh. Just literally, he's like, just simply just to touch her. I just want to touch her. <laughs> These new impulses were completely unrelated to the old. (laughs) He takes her her hand and puts it against his face and he says, do you feel how warm it is? Bella's like, oh my God, I'm touching his face. (laughs) And before he feels stupid about it, she goes, don't move. It's my turn now, Edward Cullen. (laughs) I bracketed the rest of this page too. That's what this so is. Sorry, this is the part I read for the line okay. at the beginning. <laughs> Literally, he just becomes a statue. <laughs> she starts touching him all over, and he <laughs> literally is loving every second he of it. He is just like, he opens his mouth, he goes with it. He, oh my gosh, it's really a beautiful thing. And oh, I love it. I love it so much. <sighs> He realizes, like, I just love this. He goes, I wanted so many things, things I had not felt any need for in my entire immortal life before I met her, things I was sure I had not wanted before I was immortal either, and I felt that some of them, things I'd always thought were impossible, might in fact be very possible. Like, he met his person, Mm -hmm. and she loves him too, and they are each other's person, and now life is going to be full with each other. Mm -hmm. But... Whoops. (laughs) Whoops. <laughs> but even though he feels so secure and like he's never going to kill her, he's like, I am too strong. I am 
strong enough to yeah. accidentally hurt her. <laughs> I could smush that forehead in. Oops. I must always think of her virg- <laughs> virginity. <laughs> virginity. <laughs> It would take time to learn exactly how to move around her. And she's staring at him and he <laughs> wonders what she thinks about his touches. <laughs> and he's like, I wish that you could feel the the complexity happening. <laughs> her hair's blowing in the breeze. He tucks it behind her ear. Mm. And well, since his hand's already so close to her skin... He touches her face. Oh my gosh. Um, she says, Tell me. And he's like, <laughs> I don't think I can. Um, <laughs> am I thirsty for you in multiple ways? Yes. Whoops. <laughs> and then, oh, what would you know? I, I'm touching her mouth. Whoops. And he's like, Bella, <laughs> there's other hunger. <laughs> I don't I don't really know about these. <laughs> and she's like, I get it. <laughs> Me too. Mm-hmm. I'm not used to feeling so human. Is it always like this? <laughs> no. <laughs> and she's like, no, never before this. And then he grabs both of her hands and he says, I don't know how to be close to you. I don't know if I can. Ugh. She shifted herself closer to me. I held myself still and careful while she rested the side of her face (laughs) against the bare skin of my chest. I'd never been more grateful for Alice's influence on my wardrobe than this second. Can I admit something? Yes. While I was reading this chapter, I read it and I read it and I read it all the way through and I got to this page to that a sentence before I remembered that his shirt was open the whole time. <laughs> Abs on display. <laughs> she's just like scoots this shirt out of the way, <laughs> puts her cheek on his chest. <laughs> and he's like, Thank God for this stupid shirt. Thank Alice for this stupid shirt. <laughs> and she just snuggles in and she goes, This is enough. Mm. And he's like, all right. <laughs> he hugs her, truly holding her in my embrace for the first time. He kisses the top of her head and sniffs her hair. And he's like, I did it. Our first kiss. <laughs> no, 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 no. Bella tells him, you're better this than you think. <laughs> a, a lip press is not the same as a kiss, though. No. A, like, hair lip press. <laughs> the passing of time was meaningless while i cradled her i only noticed the change when the shadow of the trees fell over us without the reflection off my skin the meadow seemed suddenly darker bella does a big sigh and he's like you have to go she's so hungry (laughs) she's like i thought you couldn't read my mind (laughs) and then he does another sneaky top of head kiss and he's like, we've been here for a while. She probably is neglecting things. She has to pee. She uh-huh. has to fart. Uh-huh. She needs to eat something. Uh-huh. She is a human. Yes. <laughs> he thinks about how long it'll take her to walk back to the truck. And he has an, an idea. No, this is, this is almost as bad as a Bella plan. <laughs> 
Almost. He's like, can I show you something? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. It's very safe and we'll get to your truck much faster. <laughs> I'll show you how I travel in the forest. And she's like, are you going to turn into a bat? <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> He laughs at her and he's like, haha, not original. And and he tells her, Come on, little coward, climb on my back. <laughs> and Bella me. just stares at him and he's like, Maybe she just doesn't know how to touch me, or maybe it's still weird. So he just backpacks her on, gently arranging her limbs <laughs> for a backpack <laughs> ride. And she squeezes, and he's like, this is cute. This is a backwards hug. (laughs) And she goes, I'm a bit heavier than your average backpack. (laughs) And he just goes, (laughs) (laughs) it struck me how easy it was not to carry her insignificant weight, but to have her literally wrapped around me. My thirst was so wholly overshadowed by my happiness that it barely caused me any conscious pain. Wow. I took her hand from where it was gripped around my neck, and I held her palm to my nose. I inhaled as deeply as I could. Mm-hmm. As deeply as I could. It's, <laughs> it's easier all the time. <laughs> what a nerd. <laughs> I took off at a relaxed lope, choosing the smoothest route. A relaxed lope. <laughs> We would still get to our truck in minutes rather than hours. Minutes? No. Stop it. Another another new joyous experience. I'd always loved to run. It was my purest physical happiness. But now sharing this with her, no distance between us bodily or... Physically. Is my brain broken today? You've done a lot of Physically. out loud reading. Um, there was so much more pleasure than there could be. Oh my gosh, my brain literally is just frying. <laughs> you sound fine though. <laughs> Do you want me to read it? I got it. I realized how much more physic. Oh my, apparently not. <laughs> he's like, he's like, I always loved running. I like running so much, but now that I'm like actually like, I have my girlfriend on my back and she's touching me, and I'm also running. Holy shit, this is the best thing I've ever felt in my life. I get to run with a girl on my back. Yep. He's such a boy. And while he's running, he's like, you know, we didn't really like conclude our meadow time. I just (laughs) backpacked her and we booked it out of there. I feel like I probably should have done something to like. Like button, like cherry on on top. top. Yeah. He should have kissed her. It wasn't too late. My system was electrified again as I thought of it. A true kiss. Once I'd assumed it impossible, once I'd mourned that this impossibility seemed to hurt her as well as me. Now I was sure it was both possible and fast approaching. Ooh, Edward's getting butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> they get to the truck. He stops and he's like, wasn't that great? No. And Bella <laughs> no. doesn't say anything. It doesn't get off. And he's like, did I just behead her on a tree? What is happening? <laughs> Bella? <laughs> and she's like, I need to lay down. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Are you going to get down, though? She's like, I need help. <laughs> I think I need help. 
<laughs> so he pries off her legs and then her arms and he pulls her around and <laughs> he looks at her and she is looking green <laughs> and pale. And he was like, oh, this is the same as when she fainted <laughs> from biology class. And so he kneels down and sets her on a soft patch of ferns. Mm. He asks her how she feels. She says dizzy. He tells her to put her head between her knees and she <laughs> assumes the position. Okay. Um, he's like, okay. <laughs> I don't know why she's responding like this. Obviously, it was okay. But, you know, queasiness must be a human thing. Uh, <laughs> can he read people's minds? Right. Doesn't he know it's uncomfortable to be like sped through a forest? Sped through anything? It's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. She tells him that she should have closed his eyes and he tells her to remember that for next time. And she's like, next time. <laughs> she calls him a show off. He rolls onto his knees. So he's facing her. And he <laughs> breathes in her face. <laughs> and he says, open your eyes. And so she does. And he's like, I was thinking while I was running. And she's like, about not hitting trees, hopefully. And he goes, silly Bella, I don't have to think about running. <laughs> um, I was thinking there was something I wanted to try. And so he idiot sandwiches her. <laughs> and he leaves room so she can pull away if she doesn't want it. But she automatically angles her head closer mm-hmm. to his. And so he uses just one a one eighth, eighth of a of second, a second. <laughs> to recalibrate, <laughs> make sure all systems are go. And he is very careful about the pressure he's using in his hands and in his arms so that he only very, very lightly touches her. Mm, perfect. And she closes her eyes. And he goes in lip to lip. Oh, no. Pressed my lips softly against hers. Whoops. <laughs> um, I bracketed the next two pages. <laughs> Emily. Again. So funny. <laughs> I simply can't leave a single detail out. Edward is confused about why touching lips is so different than touching <laughs> fingers. It truly is so weird. He's like, it made no logical sense that simple contact between this specific area of skin should be so much more powerful than anything I'd yet experienced. It felt as if a new sun was bursting into being where our mouths met and my whole body was filled to a shatter point with the brilliant light of it. Stephanie. Wow. Beautiful. Oh, just, uh, yes. <laughs> so while Edward is creating new sons with their kiss, <laughs> Bella's still like kind of in she shock that it's breathe. happening. And then <laughs> the Bella response <laughs> comes, <laughs> comes out. Oh, um, man. She opens her mouth. She opens her mouth. She opens her mouth. What that means something, right? She, I'll tell you. <laughs> she wraps her arms around his neck. She puts her fingers in his hair and she oh. literally smashes <laughs> herself against his face. And then they opened wider. 
Yes, they did. An invitation. An invitation. I am going to. It would not be safe for me to accept. So he like unsticks her from his face. He has to un... (laughs) What's it called when something... He has to like unsuction cup her from his face. (laughs) But he's still holding her. And... (laughs) He just loosens them a little bit. And he notices that he's drooling, but it's okay. (laughs) He expects that. And um, Bella's like, oops. (laughs) The cutest reaction ever. Uh I just like literally, that is so cute. (laughs) Cute. He's like, that's an understatement. (laughs) (laughs) She was unaware of the progress I'd made today, but she had always acted as if I were in perfect control of myself, even when it wasn't true. You had always acted like you were in perfect control of yourself, and she was trying to mirror you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, She starts to, like, move away from him, and he's like, no, it's okay. Let me idiot sandwich you for, like, another five seconds. I'll be good. please. (laughs) And he lets his muscles relax and the venom go away, and he's like, there, I got it. I'm stronger than I thought. (laughs) It's nice to know. And Bella's like, yeah, not me. I'm sorry. (laughs) The light that had filled my body during our kiss lingered. I felt so much happiness. I wasn't sure how to contain it all. The overwhelming joy and general bemusement made me worry I wasn't being responsible enough. I should take her home. It wasn't so hard to think of ending this afternoon's utopia because we would leave together. Okay, think of this. He says, the overwhelming joy and general bemusement made me worry I wasn't being responsible enough. That is some next level conditioning Mm -hmm. to think. I am having a great time. I am feeling better than I've ever felt in my life. My joy is at a boiling point. Oh, shoot. I'm having too much fun. Mm -hmm. I hate that. There must be something wrong. (laughs) I hate that. Like, no, allow yourself to be happy. Allow yourself to have that pure joy sometimes as often as you can. Why not? Oh, it's so sad that he just is like, well, this is too good. I got to end it. Oh, no. (laughs) Although do take her home so she can pee and fart and eat something. Mm hmm. Edward stands up, he reaches his hand out, she takes it, and he helps her get to her feet, and she wobbles a little bit. (laughs) Poor Bella. And he's like, do you still feel dizzy, or was it from the kissing? And she's like, um, both, probably. And he offers to drive, and she's like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) You will destroy my truck, it doesn't have any good crumple zones. There's no crumple zones. (laughs) He tells her that he can drive better than her on her best day. (laughs) I smiled so that she would know I was teasing mostly. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, that's fine, but I'm still driving. And he's like, well, will you trust me? And she's like, no, (laughs) you're not getting to drive. So she starts to walk towards the truck and (laughs) she kind of stumbles a little bit. But Edward catches her before she completely falls down. And he's like, Bella. <laughs> and then accidentally, <gasps> they just, their mouths get really close again. And like, what? they could kiss right now. But he's like, no. 
<laughs> one kiss was enough. I've already expended a great deal of personal effort at this point to keep you alive. I already felt good three times today. <laughs> Too many. <laughs> and he's like, friends don't like friends drive drunk. And she's like, drunk. And he's like, yep, you're intoxicated. And she's like, well, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Gives him the key. And then she's like, well, are you not affected by my presence? And he's like, <laughs> affected? She'd utterly transformed every part of me. I barely recognized myself. Beautiful. For the first time in a hundred years, I was grateful to be what I was. I'm just going to let you read the rest of this. <laughs> every aspect of being a vampire... All but the danger to her was suddenly acceptable to me because it was what had let me live long enough to find Bella. The decades I had endured would not have been so difficult had I known what was waiting for me, but my existence was advancing towards something better than I could have imagined. It had not been years of killing time as I had thought. It had been years of progress. Refining, preparing, mastering myself so that I could have this now. I wasn't entirely sure of this new self yet. The violent ecstasy suffusing my every cell seemed unsustainable in the long term. Still, I never wanted to go back to the old me. That, Edward, seemed unfinished now, incomplete, as though half of him was missing. It would have been impossible for him to do this. I leaned down and pressed my lips to the corner of her jaw, just above her pulsing artery. I let my lips brush softly against her jawline to her chin and then kissed my way back to her ear, feeling the velvet give of her warm skin under the faint pressure. I returned slowly to her chin, so close to her lips. She shivered in my arms, reminding me that what was unprecedented warmth for me was icy winter to her. I loosened my hold. Regardless, I whispered in my ear, I have better reflexes. That complete change that he goes through, that he works through while he's laying on her boob and just, he gets, he gets there, he gets there. He kind of loses it a little bit after the whole thing with James and whatever, 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 but this is it. Oh gosh, Edward. <laughs> he's an angel. He is an angel. He finally figured it out. <laughs> I don't know. I, I will I will fight. I will physically fight anyone who wants to tell me that it's not the most beautiful love story ever written. It truly is. Think of how many people's lives this love story has changed. Mine, 100%. 100%. I just, it's, it, uh, <laughs> guys, yep. I have no words. There are no words. There aren't. It's a perfect chapter. Stephanie wrote them down. She gave... This she gave them to us. This is the chapter. This is the one that started the whole thing. Started this, started you, started us, started everything that's happening right now in our lives. And I just it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. So good. How did it how is this this chapter Confessions, is that what it was called? Mm -hmm. Better than the meadow. I didn't think that was possible. Agreed. Like I loved that chapter in Twilight, The Meadow. Mm -hmm. My favorite chapter for so long. This better better wow <laughs> you did that stephanie you did it you, you did, did it for us we're so lucky i love it so much <sighs> mm -hmm. i keep making the waves come 
Uh, that was a doozy. I'm glad we did it. Anything else you want to say about it? I'm surprised it's not three hours. Yeah, no, I, I'm surprised <laughs> too. Um, jeez, it, oh it's because I can't. I can't. Like it's all written down. Like all, it's written down so perfectly that there's just like nothing to say. Yeah. It's so good. I was like, I don't have to assume what Edward Cullen's doing because he's literally working <laughs> everything out in this chapter like real time. Finally. I just can read his words now. It's really beautiful. <sighs> the beautifulest. Oh, well, I just want to thank everybody for listening to this epic episode of Remember Twilight. Uh, thank you for being here for us and joining us through this. And remember to work out every issue you've ever had while your head is laying in your girlfriend's boob. Amen. Love you guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye. You've been remembering Twilight with Marin and Emily. You can stay in touch on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Remember Twilight Podcast. Please consider joining us on Patreon for a weekly bonus episode, access to our notes, original artwork, and to connect with our awesome community. You can message us at Remember Twilight Podcast at gmail.com. Send us a voice message on Anchor or leave a review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for all this information and more. Thank you to Stephanie Meyer for sharing her dream and making ours come true.